To grow your business and before you can execute any great sales process, you have to get leads first. Jesse Stoddard helps companies like yours get more clients, customers, and patients while increasing profits 24 hours per day. Hey everybody, Jesse here. Um, I'm excited, it's Friday. I uh, don't have a lot of time today, I've been really swamped with calls. And let me close this here. I don't know if it helps a little bit. Um, today I want to talk to you about troubleshooting your marketing and how important that is. I've said this before and I'm starting to believe it more and more and more and more. There is no such thing as an expert marketer. There's only expert testers. That's all we can really do. You have a great idea, you test it. If it works, it was a great idea. If it wasn't, it was an also-ran. Even ideas that work things change they stop working you need to retest you have a control which is the winning advertisement or the winning piece of marketing that gets a result run it until it doesn't work anymore but at one point it probably won't or it'll slow down that becomes your control piece that you're trying to beat with better ideas but you don't get rid of it until you can prove that another one will beat it okay so that's the that's the lesson we got that out of the way now a couple stories here and by the way if you want to know how to get leads for your business and you want us to do it for you. you got a really cool uh, free video that explains exactly how we're doing it right now, especially in the real estate industry. If you're a real estate agent or broker, you're definitely going to want to go to getleadsfirst.com. Getleadsfirst.com. Type the www or just the naked domain. Naked. <laughs> Sounds weird when you say it out loud. Uh, but not the HTTP or S, any of that, because I didn't set it up correctly that way yet as of right now. Um, and go there because it's really free. There's nothing to opt in for. You don't even have to put your email address in or anything. You just get to watch exactly what we're doing right now to produce uh, seller leads for real estate agents. And it's a great example. Same, uh, if you're not in the real estate, it actually will still educate you on the overall theory of how it works. And uh, you're welcome to use that in your own business. Uh, take it and try it yourself. Uh, and if you want our help, we'll in the video, we explain how we do that as well. All right, so getting back into the story today, I uh, was working with my team on our, our Facebook ad campaigns, and I received a report, and then I put it together with some of my information, and we take that, and we write it all up nice and neat, and we send it to the clients. It's really cool, every week. And uh, this week, I sent one to my real estate agents uh, today, both of them, early in the morning, and uh, there's minor issues that we're dealing with. <gasps> surprise, surprise, things don't work out perfect the first time, right? So here's, here's just an example and a lesson. A, le a word of warning. If you have a good ad for, let's say, and it's local-based, right? Like it's a geography-based, like geo-targeting. Like, you know, for example, I have a client who's in one city, Bellingham, okay, Washington. And uh, she wants all the leads to be right there. Now, she's willing to go out a little bit, but only so far because you don't only want to drive so far and deal with that. Now, as a marketer, though, to make my life easier, I want it to be huge, like the whole state, right? So there's a compromise. So we try to get it as narrow as we can. Here's the problem. The population in some of these little towns up there, uh, close to Canadian border, is pretty small. So it's really easy to oversaturate the market. We can run an ad and literally have it seen too much. And it, and it becomes less relevant. Remember, Facebook, Google, relevancy engines, they're in the business of showing stuff that people want to look at and click on. If people don't look at it and click on it and engage with it, Facebook don't like it. That means people are going to spend less time on their platform. They want a lot of engagement. The more engagement, the lower they, the price is to you. The cost per click goes down. 
if you can get a lower price, that means you're being able to show your ad, either you're saving money or for the same amount, you're gonna, your ad's gonna be seen by more people. Huh? Pretty cool. So when you oversaturate in a, an ad, which is really easy to do, by the way, that's why you have to start with small budgets and gradually work up. Uh, then your, your, your cost per click goes up. Well, my cost per click, I'm trying to keep this puppy low. 20 bucks, 10 bucks. Uh, we get it lower sometimes, seven, right? Uh, which is fantastic, by the way. It's ridiculous. I mean, there's other people out there paying 200. So, you know, our cost is amazingly low. And our secret sauce is we've got better data, we've got better targeting, and we have a better funnel. But uh, that's a topic for another video. For now, we're just talking about the danger of oversaturation. Uh, and the cost per click creeps up. That means there's going to be fewer leads, which means there's going to be fewer closes, which means I'm going to get hurt. And so is my client. She doesn't want fewer leads. Now, you could say, well, are they better qualified, the better area? Whole different topic. We're assuming if all else be if all else is equal, the number does count. The number of leads and the cost per click definitely influences that. So what do we had to do? We had to pick out a few more towns and sub-niche into different neighborhoods. So you might think, oh, well, she doesn't want to have, you know, uh, leads coming from far away. Well, we didn't actually have to do that. Sneaky little trick because some bigger cities can be like Bellingham divided into different neighborhoods and those different ads can have a slightly different target. Uh, and because of the ad copy calling out to the neighborhood, people are going to engage it more on it who live in that neighborhood, who are interested in buying in that neighborhood. And therefore, without having to go too wide, we were actually able, we are actually able to lower our cost per click by niching down further within the area, but still giving it a different name in the ad because we can use a neighborhood rather than just the whole city. Ah, there's a trick. Lesson for the day. Um, in addition, we also are branching out outside of the city too, just to get the higher population because again, that's a problem either way. And uh, it's a good compromise. And I think we're going to be fine. We're going to be really good. Second thing that happened is, uh, you know, we need more pictures. We needed more pictures that were real life pictures. And you want to get vertical pictures, not horizontal for real estate ads most of the time in timelines. Now, most pictures that professionals take are horizontal and fancy, and you might have to crop them. But really, just good old cell phone pictures end up working better. Who would have thunk it, right? Just better... Um, click-through rate. So that's really important for lead generation when it comes to real estate agent. Watch that over sat uh, saturation and get them pictures, 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 pictures of the front of houses. Really, 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 really important. People like that. Um, then the other agent that I had whose just campaign just got started, uh, Ryan, who we also sent a report to today, um, both of them are getting amazing number of leads, by the way. There's nothing to complain about and really, really good deal compared to uh, any other option they have right now. So we're we're proud of that, but we still want it to be better. We can always be better. Constant and never-ending improvement. Can I? That's a little Tony Robbins deal there. So for him, uh, we got the pictures, but he also gave us a great suggestion. He noticed in our uh, autoresponders in text and email that we were saying things like, do you have any, you know, uh, when's a good time to call? And then that would get people kind of pushing back who didn't want to call yet. You know, they want to text and email. Uh, or uh, we would then try something like, hey, do you have anything else you want to tell us about your home? And people just say no. So Ryan had a great suggestion. He said, instead of that, why don't we have some more open-ended questions that are narrowing, but, you know, is there anything that you can think of that might add more value? Things that you think of that you have done to the home or for the home that might have add more value to your home. Now, in case I didn't make it clear, we're talking to people 
who uh, were running ads to people that want to know the valuation of their home and they may be interested in selling or, uh, with an agent because they want to uh, uh, list their, with an agent because they want to sell their home. And so these kind of questions are really good. Now we got to be careful. Here's another lesson. If we get too nosy on our initial outreach questions to somebody that just filled out a form, then we have the tendency to push them away a little bit sometimes or making them work too hard and they just wanted to know how much their home was worth. So there's always a balancing act. Plus, we found that instead of doing that via text and email, if you just get out and make that phone call within the first minute, they already have their phone in their hand. Your closing rate goes up 400%. The engagement rate goes up because they got the phone in their hand and they're thinking about it. And the chances are they'll just pick up the phone. So if you can call them in the first minute, at least first five minutes, man, it's a big, big deal. Big deal. So do it uh, if you're getting leads and you're doing lead generation. And if you can't do it, get somebody who can call. Because you got to get on the phone and talk to people and help them and, and be cool and give them good stuff. Be helpful to them. I'm not talking about like, like, you know, sinking your claws into them like some sort of, you know, high tech, crazy killer salesperson. I'm, you know, this is not coffees for closers stuff. It's just, just being friendly and helpful and being there right then at that moment. And uh, the response rate goes up, the close rate goes up. It's amazing how that works. So we're taking his suggestions and we're incorporating them, but we're testing them carefully. Again, testing. There's no such thing as an expert marketer, just an expert tester. So we're going to test that messaging. Does it work? Maybe, but we need another enough sampling to test it. Uh, do more questions, different questions work. You've got to test everything. So uh, back to the point, if you want to know more about how to get leads for your real estate business, uh, then go to getleadsfirst.com, getleadsfirst.com. It's getting leads first because you need first leads before your sales uh, process can be of any value whatsoever. And second, you want to get to that lead before your competitors do, and that's what we do. We can explain in a video there real free, nothing to uh, uh, opt in for or anything, just sitting there ungated and all that. You can just watch it. You can learn exactly what we're doing and how we do it. See if it, how you can apply it to your business. Uh, and if you want help with it, we offer that at the end too, and we show you exactly how that works. It's really, really pretty good. It's a good video. I would watch the whole thing uh, from beginning to end. It's a very good video. I'm proud of it. Uh, now, uh, if you uh, want, if you're not in real estate and you want general information from us, go to agent, uh, stoddardagency.com, S-T-O-D-D-A-R-D, agency.com. Go to either domain, and you can find the same stuff. Um, and so the recap on the lessons today. The recap is, number one, Testing, testing, testing when it comes to your marketing. And if you have a team doing it, make sure they're testing. And get the reports from them on their testing so you know what's working what's not. Don't just blindly trust that they're doing all that. Number two, make sure that you don't oversaturate your market by increasing the ad budget too fast if you're geotargeting. Because an ad that's shown too much burns out. Not only it burns people out, they see it too much. But second, because of that, they're not engaging in it as much. And it's going to drive up your cost per click and your cost per lead, which is a bad deal, man. You're not going to get as many leads or you're going to get to spend more money for the same number of leads. Either way, bad deal. Watch it. Okay. And then the third thing is get really good pictures, real estate agents, of the front of houses. Not, not really good. Sorry. Not quality like pro. Just volume. Just pictures of the front of houses. Vertical with your phone. Click, click, click. No big deal. Just do it. You need that for your ads. 
Uh, and then watch and test your follow-up system as well with your text messages and your emails. Adding questions that are friendly and helpful but not too pushy because you can drive people away. Get on the phone with them. I guess that's the last one is get on the phone within one minute to increase your closing percentage by nearly 400%. If you want to know where that statistic comes from, it comes from a study that was done with a large sampling of people. And uh, it's it's the facts, just the facts, ma'am. If you want want that, leave it in the comments. Hey, send me that report. Uh, if somebody could put the link to the getleadsfirst.com in the comments because I didn't do it, that'd be really nice too. And if you have any other questions, please leave them for me. I'd, I'd be happy to help. Getleadsfirst.com. I'm Jesse. You guys have a wonderful weekend, and we will talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Get Leads First podcast. To find more ways to generate leads for your business, visit getleadsfirst.com.